so excited to have you here. I really am. Wow, this is exciting. It's a whole new platform for me. Uh, get wood. Let's talk about it. It's a sex-positive talk show, storytelling show with your friend, Jess Wood. Hi, yes, I'm back. I had a little technical difficulties a second ago, but thank you so much for hanging in there with me. Here on YouTube, I can't even believe I'm on YouTube. It's a very different platform. It's a very different setup. There's no wild background behind me to uh, distract from my face. <laughs> but hey, I am so happy you're here. Remember, it's Get Wood, the only sex-positive storytelling show hosted by a lady comedian and ex-sex worker. Now that's right, folks. Ex-sex a worker. It's true. I did phone sex when I was in my 20s. Uh, in New York City, I lived in a studio apartment about the size of this chair, and uh, it was very, very fun because it was acting, you know, and I, I'm an actor, let me act, give me something to act, and I would get calls from the secretary, so if you know about phone sex, you know that they don't just, you don't just call the person to have phone sex, you have to first call the secretary and tell the secretary what your fantasy is of the person that you're that they're gonna get you in touch with they link you up you know it's a three-way call <laughs> three-way anyway i used to do all the really weird phone sex characters like the characters that were very off the beaten path it was never no one ever called and was like hey i want to talk to jess wood she makes me you know want to jizz out like no it wasn't ever me jizz out that was weird um so, what I would get were phone, uh, phone fantasies, uh, for instance, like uh, one night, well, my aunt was there one night, my aunt, if you don't know, very big stoner, she uh, is a very hilarious lady, I enjoy her so very much, and you do as well, I know. Anyhow, she was at my studio apartment, because this chair, phone rings, and you know, when the phone rings, more than likely, I'm going to have to work, because I'm a phone sex operator, baby. So phone rings. I'm like, hang on, auntie. I gotta work. So I take the phone call and there's the secretary. And she says to me, hi, Jess, it's the secretary. We have uh, Steve on the other line. By the way, Steve is always the name that I use for the man that I'm making the joke about. ETW. We have Steve on the other line. Steve would like a Jamaican dominatrix with a shaving fetish. Okay, hang on for Steve. And so I'm like, oh, God, I have a second to think about it because she's about to click over to Steve. So I go, uh, so she clicks me over and I'm like, hello, Steve. You got any shaving cream over there? I'm like, well, you better get some, bitch, because I'm feeling mighty stubbly. You see, I, w I was good. I was very good. I got requested all the time. And um, I could always do a character that was a little bit uh, different. That, not to say there's not a ton of 29-year-old uh, Jamaican dominatrixes with the shaving fetish. I'm sure they're out there by the dozens. I mean, come on. Let's not be weird. <laughs> so everybody have an okay Christmas? Christmas was here. Did you have an okay Christmas? I had a, a really good Christmas. But before I tell you about my Christmas, let me tell you about a little accident that I got into. Well, I didn't. Get it. I was the accident. <laughs> As usual. Thanks, Mom. I was the accident. Again? Dang it. I, uh, as you may know, or may not, hello and welcome, my name's Jess. 
Uh, I take a walk on a track right near here, and there is a. It's not, it's not clear what the track is for. I mean, it is because it's next to a school, so it's basically the... Basically. Ah, you know me, you know I hate that word. Oh, my God. Excuse me. The playground is used... The park is used for the playground for the kids' school, okay? But when the kids are not in school, we are all allowed to go. We are allowed. In the neighborhood, we all go. And... I use the track to walk around, and a lot of people bring their dogs there. Okay, so <laughs> I, uh, ay, ay, ay. so I'm walking, and I usually do about four rounds of the track. It's about a little over a mile, and uh, oh man, and I don't, I don't pay much attention to what's happening. I have my big headphones on, and I'm, you know, like last week I told you I had my headphones on at the Dollar General, and the girl said, "Don't wear your headphones in here." There could be an active shooter. There's been active shooters here twice this week. So I've, I only wear the big headphones to the park, even though I don't see why there couldn't be an active shooter at the park. Anyway, I enjoy a music more than I enjoy listening to a person yell at their dog. So I'm walking around the first part of the track, and you know those long plastic arm, they hold a ball at the end of them for the dog people. They have The dog people have them, and you know who these people are? They're lazy. The lazy dog people have them. Because you know why? It throws the ball for you. And it really throws it hard and fast. I mean, this ball, I, I can't tell you how, maybe 80 miles an hour from the thing, wah, and instead of a arm throwing it, which is maybe, I don't know, 20 miles. I don't know how, I don't know MPH is on a ball. You know, all I know is a ball smack in the ass. And that's a nice thing. What the, what the, what the. Anyway, this was not a ball smack in the ass. This was something different. So I take the first track, and all of a sudden, I'm listening to my music, and all of a sudden, wha-pow! I mean, well, it was on this side. <laughs> ah, what the, a ball in the face. And not a good ball in the face. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if you enjoy a ball in the face, but I like, I'll put a ball in my, if it's clean, if you've kept your balls clean, I'll, I'll pop one or two or both in my mouth. I mean, let's jiggle them around. Let's have some fun. I love a good ball. But what I don't love is a ball that is a hard ball that's been used for a dog to catch, that's been flung from an arm of plastic into my, it didn't bounce, it just flung right into my head. And I mean, with all the force in the fucking world, this thing, Whoa, pow, into my, right here, right here, right here, right now, right here, yeah. And it, okay, so it was shocking, right? It was shocking. As soon as it happened, I, I put my hand up to my face, and I was like, oh, my God. And my eyes started to water because, yeah, it stung. You know when you get hit really hard in the face? It stings, yeah? So I'm like, oh, and I'm holding my hand, and I'm, and I'm, and it's stinging, and then I, I realized that what had happened was he, the man who, the young gentleman who had flung the ball out, uh, and I hope it was an accident, because all I kept saying to him was, that was an accident, right? That was an accident? And he was like a slow adult. I think he was a slow adult. God bless him, but he was a fucking slow adult. He must have been, because he kept going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, if you wanted to chat, you could have just chatted with me. You didn't have to hit me in the face with your ball. Maybe later you could do that. Anyway, what I realized had happened was the ball got flung from his 
elastic arm. It hit me directly in the cheekbone, upper right cheekbone area. Thank God it didn't hit me in the tooth or the eyeball. I mean, that would have been terrifying. But it hit me in the cheek area, cheekbone, and then it bounced off my cheek and went right into the <laughs> mouth of the dog that he was playing with. And then the dog ran up to me like, oh, hey, are we playing now with the dog, with the mouth? And I was, and, and by then I'm like, oh my God. And I'm, and I go, it was an accident, right? It was an accident to the guy. And he's like, sorry, sorry. And the dog's all, hey, you want to play? And I'm like, oh my God, I got to get, this is horrible. And I didn't want to continue. I Now I'm freaked out. I don't want to go around the track again. I only did one round, but I'm starting to well up in my eyes because it's like stinging and hurting. And then I'm, it was an accident, right? It was an accident. Because I'm thinking, you know, maybe, maybe he hates a, Blonde lady, I don't know, a lot of people do. My mom hated blonde ladies, and we were that. So all I wanted to know was that it was an accident, and he just couldn't give that to me. He just couldn't give it to me. But you know what? I got, um, I went home, and I cried, and I and I was like, well, fuck that guy. And I got, like, sad and upset, like a child would be upset. And then a couple things went through my head. One, ooh, I guess I could really take a punch. Like I could, I could get in a fight, and 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 it wouldn't be too horrible. You know what I mean? Like I'd be like, and then I'd come right back. I didn't fall down. Um, like I said, I didn't get a jaw crack or a eyeball black. Uh, I also, um, you know, can't afford to get a tooth fixed or anything like that. So that was great. So really, I lucked out, and I just I put a nice on it, and it was fine. But then I, I started to think, well, fuck that guy. I hope he left the park. This motherfucker. And so I go out and I look out my window and he hadn't left the park. He hadn't left the park. <laughs> who took away the like? Who took away my thumb? <laughs> Listen, I am very insecure having moved to a different platform. I have to just tell you, look, let's get vulnerable for a second, shall we? You know, I talk about vulnerability all the time. <clears throat> Balls and mouths. Okay. Well, being over here is really hard because guess what? I was on Instagram and I just started to build up the little following over there where people were like, oh yeah, at noon, I can watch Jessica on Instagram. But now everybody's like, hey, where are you? Even though I do all kinds of fucking commercials and shit and promos and all kinds of anyway, yeah. Let's talk about traumatizing Christmas gifts, shall we? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being here. I, when, uh, when my stepmom met my maybe daddy, they met in Hollywood, California, at a park. And how they met was, I hogtied her son, who was a bit older than me, uh, with their dog's leash. Now, if I were a parent of a child who got tied up by another child, I probably would not go and date the parent of said child who did the hogtying. There's obviously some fucked up stuff going on in this poor babe's life. Like, don't, don't. I was six, and I'm all, you know, and uh, that was a red flag at 17 times over, I think. Anyhow, uh, she was a delightful lady. She's still with us. She's a delightful lady. She did her best to try to tame what a wild and feral animal I was when we met. But she also said to me, you know, when we first met, Jessica, you were really on your own. I was six. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I tied up the... So she decided to move my 
uh, maybe daddy in with her. So that's a great, you know, you see 17 red flags. Why don't you move on in, sir? Moved us in, he and I, because we lived above a garage in Hollywood where he would busk on his guitar and I would pass out, uh, not pass out, <laughs> I should have passed out, I would have gotten some help, pass around a hat for the money to then get deposited into the hat for us to eat the eggs and oatmeal that we lived off of in our little room above a garage above Santa Monica Boulevard. Okay, so now you get the full spell. She wanted to do me right. She was such a nice lady. She wanted to give me some good Christmas presents. She knew I probably wasn't getting great Christmas presents being that I lived in a room above a garage. And so what she, she got me a Barbie bubble bath. Ah, oh my God. And it was shit. I won't ever forget it. It was shaped like, you see how my water bottle is? But it had like her skirt was all here big. And then her head twisted off and she poured out bubble bath. Barbie. Now, I wasn't allowed to have Barbie from Ellen. Mama L hated Barbie with a passion. She was like, oh God, Jessica, Barbie? Really? Un no, no, no. You will not be getting a Barbie. That is an unrealistic uh, attitude. And uh, look at her cunt. There's not even a cunt on her. And I'm like, ah, Oh my God, I'm six, you know, or four, really, when she started to tell me about the Barbies that I couldn't have. Huh? And so uh, my stepmom, or not my stepmom yet, but my maybe daddy's new girlfriend, was trying to be cool, and she was very cool, giving me this Barbie bubble bath. Now, I had to go back to Ellen's, to Mama Elle's house, because that's where I really lived most of the time. And of course, I brought that bubble bath with me. It was like tucked under my arm, like cuddled and cozied up. I was proud of this bath bubbles. Well, Elle gets a look at that thing, and she's like, "Oh God, no, Jesse, no." And I'm like, "What? What do you mean, no? It was a Christmas gift from the new girlfriend. No, we're throwing that out. We're throwing that out. Do you know what that'll do to your coos? That is poison." in your coos. And I'm like, hey. she called the vagina the coos and the cunt. I mean, really classy, classy words for a gal to grow up with. So I go, what? She goes, unrealistic body for Barbie. Unrealistic. She doesn't even have a cunt on her. Stop. You already said that. And then you're going to put this poison in your bath and it's going to go inside of you and poison you. Ah! So I was frightened. So then she threw it out. She threw it right out. She poured it out like a cop pours out a 40. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not, all right, we, we won't write you a ticket, but we're fucking pouring this shit out. You know, bing bong, fuck your life. <laughs> oh my God, have you watched the bing bong? I know I jump around a lot with my stories, but we got the Barbie bubble bath out of the way. Barbie bubble bath. Can you please say that 17 times? Why do I love the number 17 so much? I... <laughs> I'm so addicted to watching the bing bong videos. I used to live in Coney Island, and I know that it's exactly like that, how they have it. <laughs> bing bong, fuck your life. Oh, my God. Hey, oh, my God. I was thirsty. Your mom gave me this henny. Quench my thirst. And uh, you, you see these dogs in your yard? You know I'm upstairs going hard. Like, I can't even... 
it's very reminiscent of the Honey Boo Boo times. Do you feel me? Like, I don't know. I feel like there hasn't been something that's been fun that we can all gather about and be like, ah, you know, and, and look, there, there are, sure, there are thousands of TikTok videos. There's dancing, there's, you know, lip syncing. But I got into a rabbit hole the other night of watching all the kids, because it's a lot of, isn't, there are a lot of children doing it, Jesse, that uh, they're lip syncing the, the bing bong videos, you know? What do you want to tell Joe Byron? Like, <laughs> you call him Joe Byron. I can't. It makes me cry with laughter. I hope that you all are watching it after my show. Please watch their show. <laughs> What's up, baby? Take me to dinner. Yo. Now, I'll tell you what. My favorite thing in New York City when I first moved there was hearing everyone yell at you. Like, you know what I mean? The cat calling in New York City. Mwah, mwah, mwah. It is divine, delicious, delightful, all those D words, and delicious to get what, you know, I got the best cat calls when I lived in New York City. I remember one time I was wearing the jeans that are ripped on purpose, you know what I'm talking about, and oh my god, this guy jumped out of nowhere and he's like, yo miss, I'm saying, it looked like a lion had attacked you. And I was like, <laughs> and I kind of laughed, you know, because it's so funny. And he goes, I don't even blame him. Bing bong, fuck you, get out of here. That was fucking scary. Yikes, don't, I don't like that thing. Also, another traumatic, now I'm going to sound so ungrateful, but I'm going to tell you anyways, another traumatic Christmas gift that I got. <clears throat> well, it had to do with cleaning the house. <laughs> if you're a partner of someone, and, and they didn't ask you to get them, like, a vacuum, you know? Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Do not do it. I don't care if you're two men, if you're two women, man and a woman. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Don't you do it. I once got a vacuum cleaner, and I was like, what am I, like, Donna Reed? I didn't get that reference. You watch Nick at Night, right? Donna Reed with the poofy hair and the whole situation, and, like, Oh, yes, honey. Oh, no, honey. I'll fucking vacuum dick up in this bing bong. I'm a vacuum you dick. <laughs> Come on. Are you out of your mind? Good Christ. Unless, like I said, unless your partner was like, you know what I saw at the, at the store that I loved? Like, I know a couple. You know who you are. Who the one of them got the other one <laughs> a toilet brush. Now, listen. I think she saw it in the store. I was like, oh my God, that is the cutest toilet brush I ever did see. And then the part that went, God, and the toilet brush. So I was like, are you sure you're cool with the toilet brush? Toilet brush for Christmas. Oh man. Well, I got a, I got a great question this week from a, a fan, a listener, a, a watcher. Uh, called Sani, Sani F. And if you remember, please please follow her on Instagram. If you remember Sani, she did make me that beautiful uh, necklace uh, that said love inside the crystal. Beautiful. Mwah, gorgeous. Anywho, anywho, <laughs> you know who you are. She sent me a um, question about pegging. Now, if you don't know what pegging is, it is when uh, 
Yeah, a woman straps on a, a dildo and uh, then pegs the gentleman in the bootie. Yeah, you know, a little slicking in the boots, you know? Knock, knock, knock in the boots. <laughs> Is that our Kelly and my counsel? So she asked me, have I ever done it? What do I think of it? And uh, I believe she also asked, and I didn't write the fucking down. Sorry, Sonny. I should have written it down and gotten the entire details ready. But I thought I was so, I was like, Peggy, I got this, Peggy. I know all about this shit. Well, another traumatic Christmas gift <laughs> was an entire, look, you don't go out and buy the sex stuff without your partner unless it's something that you're going to do or wear or, again, that they requested. Because it's so, um, listen, it's personal, right? It's personal. If you uh, want a dildo, it's beautiful if someone, if your partner gets you a dildo or vibrator. But what would be even more beautiful is if they knew exactly which one you wanted. If you could talk about it or go to the store together and explore and look at some. Like I was at a store the other day at a sex shop. Oh, I love them so much. I, I go all the time. And I, uh, I turned on one of the vibrators and it just was wild. It just got away from me. And I was like, this thing's out of control. It was like the Lucille ball, you know, all the chocolate. Stop this thing. And um, what a delight. Anyhow, pegging is very, uh, it's, it's a very specific to do. It's like asking your partner to do anal with you if you've never done anal. The man has to now be ready for something in his boutoir. And so I think, let's get the shame out of it, first of all. If anyone wants ass play, that's fine. Let's, let's discuss what feels good to one another. Maybe we can explore and experiment. Uh, make sure that everybody's clean. <laughs> I've had that issue before. I've never gone down on someone like, no, you gotta get in the shower, friend. Um, and I don't mind. I'll say it. Uh, I'll say it. Say it. Don't spray it. How about you say it and you spray it and then you lick it off? <laughs> so pegging is very specific to the couple. And what had happened with me was my boyfriend had gone out without me and without discussing it and bought an entire strap on. Uh, it reminds me of when you hear about the women, like, I guess my mom's age, the boomer people, they had uh, pads, sanitary pads, where they had a belt with it. This was kind of, this kind of reminded me of that, uh, <laughs> that outfit. It was, you know, I had to belt it because, like, what am I going to, how am I going to put a dick on me? I need to put a belt around myself to put a dick on. And I don't mind. I liked it. You know, it's funny how many women, they call it penis envy, right? I don't think I want a penis, but I love kind of seeing, like, my favorite part of the pegging was just seeing what I looked like with the dick. I was like, oh, check me out. Chicks with dicks right here. It's like an old New York City Channel J commercial. Oh my God, I used to love Channel J. Robin Bird, you remember? Oh, so good. And the and they had all those commercials for sex, uh, phone sex ads. And they had a, the, the P one, and it was like, the extra E's for extra P. <laughs> yeah! 
in the Asian girls, they, and they had like a voiceover, like a soft uh, English woman speak. Oh, one eight hundred. And then there were like these women, these Asian women that they'd cut to, and they'd be like. <laughs> days so I didn't mind the look of the pegging and I didn't mind the exploration of the pegging what I minded was that when we started to do it my boyfriend at the time well he seemed to arch quite a bit into it and I and, and again we don't want to feel judgmental, especially when we're in an intimate situation. So I go, hey, kitty cat. <laughs> I kind of make it, you know what? And then I started to do it. And I have to say, I, I love giving pleasure. You know, it, it was wonderful to see that I was giving pleasure. But the unfortunate thing for me was I wasn't getting any back. Like, I think it was the wrong. See, if I would have gone shopping with him and I would have picked out the dildos that, the strap-ons that had like a little wee-dee-doo at the top for my clitoris. So they'd be like, hello. You know what I'm saying? So that would be the way to go. Have you ever, listen, you can, let, let me just hip you to this shit, friends. You can go to any CVS, Walgreens, I don't know where the fuck, Dwayne Reed, you know, any of these places, thrifty, there's no thrifty anymore, Jessica, are you 102? And you can get what's called the uh, vibrating ring. And I recommend it for every couple. This was what we found that was much more favorable. Also, I wasn't fucking him in the ass. But it was, uh, he puts on the ring, and then there's a, and it's vibrating. <laughs> If you want to put it on before you turn it on, put it on before you turn it on, friends. So you put it, you slide it on, you turn it on, and there's a little nodule at the at the top for the clitoris. Again, please don't forget about the clitoris. It doesn't forget about you. So it's doing a little jabby at the top, jabby, and he's getting the and you're fucking, oh, it's a delicious delight. So if anyone's having any issues or curiosity or troubles or want to try something new, go to the fire, go to the drugstore and get yourself a vibrating cock ring from your friend Jess. I mean, I'm not buying it for you, but that's my, that's what I recommend. The pegging is fine, but make sure if you're doing the pegging that you're getting also, you're getting off. Because let me tell you something, when... <laughs> I agreed to do it. I was fine with the outfit. I told you I enjoyed watching myself with a little diggy on. But let me say something. I'm like fucking doing all the work. I'm like, hey. <laughs> this is not like how a guy feels at all. Because, you know, a stiff wind. And you guys are like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is, you're lucky. We need the cow. Oh, you're welcome, boo-boo. Hi, DJ. Hi, DJ Dukes. Diak. Diak. I can't even read. What is it? Oh, DJ Diak, put that Diak <laughs> in me. Um, oh my God, I have been compared these last couple weeks, a couple different times, to the goddess Lilith. I know. Are you fucking? You know, it used to be that I wanted to be compared to like, I don't know, uh, Debbie Harry or you know, somebody like that. <laughs> but shit, the goddess Lilith—that's what's up. She's fierce. She's dark. 
She's sexual. She's sexual. And, and women have said that to me, which I have to say, I have to give it up for my ladies that I've met in Albuquerque. So strong, so fucking smart, independent, fuck, got all kinds of power, and they know it. You know? So big ups. Big ups to the lady. Big up, big up to the ladies of Albuquerque. All right, pegging in the like questions. Hey, who was on the naughtiest list this uh, this uh, Christmas, folks? Who are the naughtiest on the list? I'd say Ghislaine Maxwell's list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My neighbors hate me. Yeah, Ghislaine Maxwell. She fucking. You know, it's so. It's isn't it? A, isn't it so American? How we will kill the man instead of making him guilty <laughs> you know they hung that motherfucker epstein and they didn't care he's a jew they don't like us they don't like the jews yeah, we know and uh Gillen, she gets a jail time she gets a courtroom but she's giving up all these names and good fucking christ y'all it's the entirety of America. If we didn't know that people were diddling and fucking with kids, I mean, I knew I was one of those kids, but if, we, if we're fucking ignorant of that shit, yo, 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 figure it out. Figure out what's up in your town. What's up in your town? Did you see that thing about that Delta flight? I think it was on the Delta. Hmm, anyway, there was a beautiful, beautiful flight attendant who noticed this young girl with this old ass white man and she looked all nervous and upset and so the flight attendant left her a little note and said are you okay and the girl said help and they fucking called the fucking police and guess what police were waiting there for this old pervert fucking dude fuck out fucking click that's right everybody watch out watch it we don't know you know women girls oh they want i know i know but you know what? Let's get ours, girls. Let's get ours. Okay. We're coming up on the end here. And I have to ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Now, I did turn on that Nazi racist bullshit Disney parade on Christmas. Listen, I love a parade. Okay? I can't believe how much I love a parade that I'm going to turn on this fucking bullshit Disney. Anyway. So I turned it on. And right away, I turned it off. Why? Because who the fuck was hosting it? The hoes. Do you know who the, uh, uh, Derek and Juliana Hogg. I don't fucking know their last name, but you know what I do know? Isn't that Julianne Hogg? The one that fucking dressed in blackface just a couple years ago? Do we not remember these things and fucking keep these people out of here? Like, that is not okay, bitch. She is like, well, I was dressing up as crazy eyes from Orange is the New Black. Motherfucker, put your hair in her twist and wear the old. You fucking folio. You know what would happen when I was a little kid? Nothing like that. You know what we dress up as other people of other races? We just fucking wear their outfits. I mean, Jesus, Lord have mercy, Christ almighty. The fucking white people are crazy. They're crazier than ever. They think they're losing fucking touch. They think they're losing their grasp and they're fucking crazier than ever. Be careful out there. Be careful out there. Seriously, I know. You know what? What is this, a sex show or a politics show? You can't have sex without politics, motherfucker. And I wish you, I wish that wasn't correct. 
I wish that all the women who were killed and buried weren't mostly women of color. I wish all the women who were fucking not looked for were all women of color. Like, you know what I mean? I'm now in New Mexico, biggest sex trafficking state in the country. Why? Because everybody's brown. Do you know that nobody even knew that this was in the United States? This, okay. <clears throat> anyway, hey, would you like to come and see me live? I think you would. <laughs> We had so much fun today. I know we have. It's been a blast. And remember, you know, stay, uh, stay alert of your, of your, uh, of your old patterns. That's what it is. Old patterns that keep coming to get you over and over again. You know, if you keep getting attracted to the same fools who are just not doing it, what is it about you that you're not doing? What is it about you that you're not looking at? What is it about you that you're not taking? of, you know, because we all have these little kids inside of us that are all like, man, I need my mama, because mamas didn't take care of kids, a lot of them didn't, I'm not talking shit about your mom, but maybe I am, motherfucker, maybe I am, it is a long road to feeling good and feeling okay, and that's what I want to practice with everybody feeling okay, because then we can ask for what we need, and asking for what we need makes us feel better. Asking for what you need is vulnerable, yes. Is it scary? Yes. But is it worth it? Hell yes. Because you know why? It's clear, right? Like that, like that, it's clear. I've had a couple dudes, this is not a humble brag, maybe it is, maybe it is. I've had a couple guys ask me to make out, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. And they go, oh, okay. And that's fucking easy as it is, because the more we go into our heads, the more we fucking, ugh, what if they don't like me? What if they're mad at me? What if they, who cares? Fuck them. They don't like you? Get them out of here. They're not part of your crew. They don't, they should, they don't even get your shine or your glory. Do you know what I mean? Like, these fuckers, they're bringing you down. 2022, it's going to be a year for, like, pushing that trash out the way and getting to that road that's like, oh, this is the right road that I should be on, and these are the right people that should be surrounding me, and then big up, big up, a big ups. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, you want to come see me live? Because I'd love to see you in real life, y'all. I do have a show on tomorrow. That's Wednesday. I don't know when you're watching this show, but thanks for watching, anyhow. Um, tomorrow, Wednesday, at Revel Entertainment. It's only five bucks, and it's... Uh, it's going to be fun. There's a, there's a bunch of comics, but we're only doing five minutes each, and I'm doing a tape, so I'd really love it to get pack, 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 pack it in, okay? Because I need those laughs on my tape so that I can submit it to some motherfuckers around the world and get my ass flown about. Thank you for helping me with my dreams. I love you so much. Okay, then I am performing on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I know, bitch. I'm a professional. Um, New Year's Eve, I will be at Mr. and Mrs. Mariachi Mota's sesh. Now, it's a secret sesh, so I haven't put, uh, I'm not putting out the address, but you can inquire on Instagram. And also, doing some shows after the New Year, but, like I said, I would love it if you come, if you come. <laughs> Please come. Uh, thank you all for coming. I hope I'm funny. Where's your prior? Um, New Year's, now New Year's Eve, I know for a lot of us, gets a little funky, right? New Year's Eve, it's the end of the year, what am I supposed to do, what have I done, have I done enough, am I enough, Is am I with the right person or people, am I doing the right job, everything comes up for the thought that you're thinking about, right? Now, what I've started to do over the past bunch of years, and I think the acid helped me with this, I will, 
blaming on the acid, blaming on the acid. It expanded my mind, fuckers, and it fuckers it expanded my mind, eh? And it made me realize that all this resolution shit is a lot of America pressure, consumer, capitalistic. What have you done? What are you doing? What do you need to be better at? What do you? You're not good enough. Fuck you, America. Bing bong. Fuck your life. I did fucking great shit this year, and I'm gonna write it all down. That's right. Write it down. That's what I do. I'll fuck, fuck a resolution. Here's what I'm gonna do again this year. It makes me feel so good. Write down all the shit that I've accomplished, big or small, big or small, big or small. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I'm talking about, okay, here's, okay, maybe y'all don't think this is a big thing, but I believe this is a really big thing. I have started to make a smoothie every single day. A smoothie with spinach in it, you hear me? To do, you know, healthy for your blood. But because I wasn't eating enough fucking vegetables, and I'm like, you know, you need your greens, boo-boo. You can't just have bone hits and count it as greens. You got to get some green greens. So I've been putting spinach in a smoothie, and I'm going to say that's going to be a year now that I've been doing that. I feel damn good about it. I also got a bunch of cards out this year for the holidays. That makes me feel good. I feel good. Hey. Also got some sponsorships happening for the new year on the show. That's right. You're going to be getting some homemade commercials hey 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 now say now that's right that's that good good spell right huh and what else uh just writing it down and saying you know i did such great shit this year look at me i'm so proud of myself for doing what i did this year instead of being like you're not enough what are you gonna do next year you fucking fuck up you know no no more of that talk to ourselves. Nice talk, love talk, sweet talk, boo-boo talk, talk, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so bing bong, write down a list of shit that you have made good for yourself over 2021. It was a fucked up year, it was a hard year, it was a very hard year. But you know what you're going to do? You're going to turn it around for yourself and you say, hey, look at you. Even throughout all this mess and mishigats. That's a Yiddish word for a mess. Um, you did some good stuff. So write it down for yourself. And then you can look at it and be like, hey, you know what? I'm all right. And uh, you go into the new year feel pretty good. Pretty damn good. You know, Shane? I have had some wonderful New Year's in the past. And I will end the show with telling you a couple of those stories. Thank you very much. Okay, then. Um, I would like to, first of all, tell you that yes as a, as, as a child as a younger girl i was a grateful dead uh, person where they called it a deadhead and i would go to a lot of new year's eve i would try to get well a lot of it was a few years of trying so badly to get into a new year's eve grateful dead show because they were supposed to be the end all the be all the all 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 now one year I went with my boyfriend, he's a little bit, maybe a year or two older than me, anyhow, old enough to drive, or a friend that drove, and we drove up to Oakland, California, because I'm from L.A. originally. So we drove up to Oakland with a couple of friends, and we went in on a hotel room with about six people, and we all got a hotel, and we went to the auditorium where the show was supposed to be at. It was the Kaiser, Henry J. Kaiser Auditorium. Don't How do I remember this shit? I'm telling you, it's the acid. So, go to the Henry J. Kaiser Auditorium. Now, here's the, here's the deal, though, folks. 
no tickets. None of us. None of us have tickets. And you know what? The Grateful Dead and their people, well, they knew. They knew a lot of people couldn't get tickets. They couldn't get in. It was a very small venue, this little venue in Oakland. And there was a park across the street from the venue. And all of us showed up at the park. And some people were camping there. And some people were just there vending. It was a shakedown street. And if you know what a shakedown street is, you know. If you know, you know. But a shakedown, shakedown street was one of the Grateful Dead songs. I don't remember the words. I was on acid. So they called the little vending area the Shakedown Street. And so all the hippies would go there and you could buy, oh my God, you could buy anything. You could buy acid, mushrooms, nitrous, you know, you know, the balloons. You could buy a tie-dye. You could buy a hummus sandwich. My God, you could buy anything you could think of. My goodness, over on Shakedown Street. Anyhow, we went to the Kaiser, no tickets, but we were, but they knew that we didn't have any tickets inside. And what did they do? They put the speakers outside, the speakers to the concert. So we all were in the park across the street, jamming out to the live show that they had put the speakers outside for. I don't know what the songs were that they played, but we had fun. Acid. And I remember an old black man in a full, like, sailor, like he was straight out the 70s. Now, remember, we're in old Oakland. This is like, ooh, late, early 90s, I want to say. And, uh, and this man comes, this gentleman comes out with this suit, I mean, one of those fat, fat ties, you know, and he's dancing with us. And all of a sudden, he comes up to our group, and he's dancing with us, and we're like, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. And he goes, this is just like 1968. And he was just having the best so then New Year's, we all got to celebrate together in the park and all kinds of confetti and all kinds of crazy shit and nitrous balloons flying up above. And it was, wow, that was so much fun. As opposed to the time where I was in Hollywood with my friend Shannon, my best friend. I think we were probably, I think I was around 13 or 14 years old. And uh, she and I were in Hollywood at a friend's house with some girls that she knew. And it was weird. It was weird at the house. Now, when you're at, we were on a lot of acid. And it was weird at the house. When the vibes are weird, man, you got to go. That's a bad vibe. You gotta go. So we take ourselves out. We don't know what time it is. We're just a couple of young teenagers. We're out in the middle of Hollywood. Now, we're on some side streets. And all of a sudden, we're walking across the street. And you can hear. <sighs> ceremonies because usually the pressure is on for New Year's. What are you doing for New Year's? What are you doing for New Year's? What are you wearing? What are you going to wear? What are you wearing? And look, who are you going to kiss? That's my big thing this year. Last year, you don't want to kiss nobody. Get that COVID mouth out of here. This year, you're like, are you vaxxed? <laughs> you know? Or is that just me? Anyway, I also would like to just remind everyone that you can share this show. It's free. It's uh, fun. Maybe your friends need a laugh. Maybe you have uh, a coworker that you didn't get a gift for, and you say, hey, I subscribed to just Wood's show for you. What an amazing gift that is. My goodness. Whoa. Whoa. I also 
also have to say that I, um, I really do appreciate everybody hanging out with me, showing up here, sending me uh, donations and monies and stuff like that throughout these last couple weeks. I really, really do. And I love, love, love being able to share a story of mine that you have asked about, uh, a.k.a. Sonny's pegging stuff. And I also really, really uh, am grateful that we get to do this consistently um, because there's so much inconsistency in the world right now. And, and we're all, I know we all have mortality on our minds, you know? We, we all are thinking about our own mortality and others' mortality. And I just want you to know how grateful I am to be able to show up here every Tuesday and talk to you and tell you all the stuff that's gone on in my life. Um, I also talked to my maybe daddy for the first time in a while uh, this week. I called because, why did I call? Because they sent me a gift that was actually good. And, and, and they sent me a gift and I hadn't had one in a while from them. And it was really touching and it was exactly what I liked. And it wasn't wool because I'm allergic to wool. And these motherfuckers have been sending me wool for my whole life. I'm like, y'all claim to have raised me. So stop sending me shit that I'm allergic to. I called. I was calm. I didn't bring any anger. I didn't bring any old stories. I didn't bring anything from the past. I just was very balanced. And I took a bunch of deep breaths. And, yeah, BTW, I took a bunch of deep breaths before I called. But that's what we have to do, you know? And when we hung up, I realized that was probably the best conversation that I've ever had with them. And what I'm hoping that means is that I can move into a better place with the men that I'm attracted to do because this fool has been gone, you know, look, absent, abusive, all those A words that you don't want to use to describe someone that's supposed to take care of you as a child. So that's who I was attracted to, right? That's what happens. Who are you raised by? You're going to be attracted to those fools when you get older. It sucks. But if you catch it, and then you practice, oh, wait a second, wait a second. I'm not doing this for me, I'm doing this for them. Ugh. All right, stop, back it up. Okay, now let's reassess. Okay, it's all right, keep doing it. I'd rather be by myself than be with a miserable fool that was taking me for granted. You know what I'm saying? And I wish that all on you as well. I wish you all just the best week and and the most calm new year's or the most fantastic party fucking acid molly doing all that shit make sure to test your powder though please test your powder please people are still dying from that fentanyl shit so please you know i've lost people this year so please 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 be careful out there there are testing strips at gay bars you can get for free sex shots for free just grab a handful of those things. You're not going to look like an idiot. And if you feel stupid, go in the fucking bathroom. Just make sure that nobody dies at your party. That's all. It seems like an easy little piece to do to take care of your friends. Anyway, listen, I got to go, but I appreciate you so much. And if you can, come and see me on Instagram. You follow me on Instagram at GetWood, Facebook at GetWood. We just can't stand that shit. Oh, thank you, baby. Happy New Year. Y'all stay safe. Whatever you do, just stay safe. Whatever.
whatever you do. Okay. I love you. I hope you all stay, stay healthy. I hope everybody's family and friends are healthy and their loved ones, all that shit. Okay. And remember, you don't have to suck the dick if you don't like it. And you don't have to lick the pussy if you don't like it. You better like that person. Make sure you like that person. You know what I mean? Make sure you're having fun out there. Because that's this life is too short, boo. Too short. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking it's too short. Bing bong. That's it. One less minute to go. Uh, you can go to my Venmo. You can go to my PayPal. You can go to my Patreon even. Yeah, I got a Patreon. A bitch will do a voice for you if you want. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's some good shit up there. So check it out. Get wood, get wood, get wood. Share it with your friends. Give yourself a little love. This is the hardest time of the year for all of us. So remember, I'm, uh, I'm here for you. I'm here for you, ma. Yo, Ariana Grande, come take, come to Coney Island. Take a spin on us. <laughs> on the cyclone. I miss you. Fuck your life. Bing bong. All right. Oh, uh, oh, Deacon. Happy New Year, Deacon. Happy New Year, Shauna. Happy New Year to all of my lovers out there and all my sweetheart, my little baby boo-boo heads. I love you so much. I love you for listening. I love you for watching. All this stuff. I just love. That's right. Yes, yeah, a lot of love, motherfuckers. Take it. I know it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to take. Take it. Okay? Okay. Bitch is getting violent about her love. <laughs> I'll see you guys. I'll see you next week. Right? Next next week. That's right. It's next week. Next uh, Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Stop it right now. And uh, send me your uh, questions or your comments, concerns. Okay. Love you. Bye. I'm going to go now. Jesus Christ. Ooh, she's ending a little early. No, I'm going to do it on the spot because the fucking OCD is a bitch, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah.